Uh, can you take it on your own, Felstrop? Well, no. <laughs> but I'll totally get the first hit here. of the tabletop we are a live play 5e DD podcast set in the magical mystical homebrewed world of Erith. my name is mark and i'm the dungeon master and i just ate some cake and it was nice to get to get oh, oh i never get he never oh, that's a good one he's done it one 31 episodes he's only ever got through his whole intro speech first time once the joke is i have it written out but then i always try and improv it's always the improv that goes right. It tells me something. I'm shit at improvising. <laughs> also with us for today's episode, we've got Danny, who plays the fighter, Sergeant Felstrop. Hey, oh. We've got Will, who plays the human bard, Karstan. Hello! And we've also got Casey, who plays the human champion, Princess Helen the Sleep Guard. Hello. We've got everyone. Lovely. Right, so we're going to get straight back into it. Last week's episode, we were introduced to this lovely band of people. We met on the side of the road outside the Gold Coast, heading west towards... Blackmouth, out of Goldview, which is the very south of Sleepguard, where we haven't been before. We came across Sergeant Felstrop and Helena Sleepguard walking. They came across a number of figures. They came across this Asimar human, uh, sorry, Asimar human, an Asimar, uh, who told them of Blackmouth slightly further along the way. We also met Karstan, who is our bard and Will's new character. He came running up the road and wanted to chronicle the story and heroism of Princess Helena Sleepguard and kind of begged to follow along in their adventures to Blackmouth, which the group begrudgingly said, for now, yes, for now, until they want to kill you later, probably. We carried on down the road and came across a black plume of smoke, which in the distance was odd. We approached it and came across a cart that was broken, battered, bruised, and also the body of a priest of Tyriani. Upon resuscitating this person, she spoke of the graveyard, the, the burial site just to the north of where they currently are, which had seems to have been attacked by the undead of some description. She couldn't give a description as she was knocked out trying to escape. We approached the top of the rift and looked down finally after a series of amounts of walking, came across this kind of broken and decrepit <coughs> graveyard where we saw the house of the priestess of Tyriani. We also saw two of the mausoleum buildings, which were still standing, and a third building to the left, which had been destroyed. In the center was this large 30, 20, 20 or 30 foot monument with a number of graves dotted around. These graves are very low to the ground, like a square block looking like an open book, which marks the grave of every space. Apart from that, there is no other noticeable graves kind of sticking out of the ground. This is where we find ourselves. We've just found ourselves just looking down on this and it's eerily quiet. What would you like to do? Um, I'm doing good vibes here. Be on your guard. Mm. I don't think you've been to sleep guard before. No, but we, had, we have a problem with the dead here. I, I, yes, that I know. I would, I would just suggest us keeping it down. That I know. What do you want to do? Should I advance, Melanie? I think so, yes. I'll sort of start to move into the towards the shack and try and, and get a better view of the area. Whilst you're doing that, can I, can I do a bit of a perception check around the area? Okay, yeah, give me a roll for perception, please. 
Four. Plus. Absolutely. No. Oh, zero. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. I thought that wasn't your... No. Oh, I thought, yeah, you're not much <laughs> in terms of skills, are you? You're all fight, fight, fight. No. <clears throat> you look around and you, for a second, hear a crack. Like a bit of a noise off in the distance and off to your left, behind the broken and battered, the, the ashes of a smouldering mausoleum, you think you heard something behind there, off to your left. Karstan uh, will also look and sort of observe from where he is, just sort of cursing around, what does he perceive? He perceives that this seems eerily quiet, too quiet, hmm, to use the phrase from Lilac Wars, hashtag N64, and there seems to be a some kind of magical something in the air and it's keeping everything very, very quiet and not making noise, like there's some kind of spell for silence in the area which is maybe masking or hiding some kind of noise because it's not like there's the normal noises of this land, the wind rushing through some of the smaller bushels, there's nothing at all. Okay. Um, well, can I say first, because I'll, yes, yes, yeah. I'll just say to uh, Sergeant Philstrop, um, Philstrop, don't go any further. I've just heard something coming over there. Can you check that out first? Yes, Melody. I know I'm not an expert, but things seem a bit too quiet. You know how normally there's some noise. I know I get a a, a, a tang. It's whether there's a a magical thing over this area, I don't quite I mean, no. obviously... Thank you for your insight. It is a bit quiet, but that is quite obvious. Magical? I, d I don't know any... I, I, I can't sense any magic. Shields up, my lady. Be on your guard. Carstan will um, sort of put his, pack, put his main, main pack down. He's kept his loop on his back, just in case virtue, and he's pulled out. Crossbow, he just slit a little bolt into his crossbow. He's sort of there with his like, like brand, this is a brand new crossbow. It looks like it's never been fired. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, so where you find yourselves, we've got a little map in front of us, listener. We're going to be approaching from the south, which would be down here. So we're going to place your models where you are. Okay, so we've got ourselves there, and in front of you, directly in front of you, which fell drops out in front at the moment slightly, is this central obelisk. To your left you have the broken and battered and rubble remaining mausoleum which Helena you heard a noise from around there. In front of you there's two more mausoleums in front of you and then just to your right. Directly to your right though is the shack where the priestess would have lived you assume. So we're there. We have heard this, you've, Helena you've heard this click. What are we doing? We've got your. Uh, I assume you've kind of readied the bow and some of the crossbow. Well, so I've, I've loaded it because God's not loaded it. So it's loaded. He's sort of resting. He's sort of. You know, this is new to him as well. He's not quite sure what to do. He's been told not to be quiet. So we can't play a nice inspirational tune. But you know, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think Philstrop, knowing that we aren't particularly gifted with stealth abilities, will probably announce into the mausoleum. In the name of King Leopold II, step forth out of your caves. And you can hear that almost hit a solid wall, almost like the sound is kind of kind of absorbed. It doesn't seem to travel half as far as you expect it to, in as much as you can't hear your own voice return as loud at all. 
there's a moment of quiet and then what you see approaching from around the corners of the mausoleum and from behind the rubble a number of skeletons which pop out either from around the buildings or out of the rubble and start to pull themselves out with these large black sheathed bows on their arms with sections of kind of broken rusted armour over shoulders over chests each different each containing some sort of noise that seems to emanate from their mouths and all of a sudden as they come out of the ground and come out from around these buildings making these noises the, the silence kind of cracks and breaks and you can hear sound kind of returns and you suddenly hear the noise of a few more of these you realize it's not just one there's five of these creatures that appear can you all please roll initiative don't kill me please okay did anyone roll between 20 and 30 yes what did you get 26 fucking hell cast down it's going to get, get used to saying, calling you Karstan and not Elphir. Yeah. That yeah. can be difficult. 15 to 20? 18. 18, Helena. Oh, I need to roll for them. Oh. What about you, first roll? Five. I'll take it before you. Okay, so we've got the order of Karstan, Helena, these skeletons that have emerged from the ground, all wielding these kind of wreathed in shadow bows and a quiver on the back and then fell struck at the end. We hit initiative order, cast down, top of the round. What would you want to do? To cast down these skeletons just <laughs> pull themselves out of the ground. So cast down sort of um, he, he sees these skeletons. He's a little, a little bit taken back, sort of Bucket me! Um, and he's going to um, suddenly pull out and he sort of lets go of his crossbow and he sort of pulls out a little bit of uh, uh, sulfur into his hands and he sort of says take this you buggers the princess is here she's here to hunt game and kick ass and she's all out of game oh god <laughs> and I will cast uh, uh, third level fireball uh, so, uh, sorry fifth level spell fireball um, fifth level fireball yeah so uh, third level there so you're aiming to these kind of so you want to catch all four of these skeletons? Central ones, yes. Central ones. So what do what would you need from me for them? Um, each creature needs to take a dexterity saving throw, please. Okay. First one gets a natural one, which is the far left. Yeah. One in the middle gets 12. Nope. Next one gets a natural 20. It passes. The last one gets a 17. Meets it boots. So two fail, uh, two pass. This is a fifth level. Does that mean you get like seven? This is 10d6. 10d6. Do you need to borrow some d6? No, no, I've got, I'm going to roll 5 and then do 5 again. Oh shit, yeah. 5. 7. 8. 9. 10. 11. 12. 13. 14. 15. 16. 17. 18. 19. 20. 21. 22. Cast and sort of goes, bugger me! And then pulls out and just and launches this, this fireball into the central area. And you see this fireball grow and grow and it reaches the central area and sends these flames and explosions outwards from the central point, burning and scorching many of the skeletons, these five skeletons that have appeared, also damaging the back front, sorry, the front front wall of the back mausoleum this white marble is now blackened with ash from this fireball that's gone up and also the back side of the monument takes a hit and you can see it start to wobble slightly on its place in the central 
in the central area of this graveyard as it kind of wobbles from side to side, looking quite unsafe now. Amazing, so your first move was a fireball, fifth level, incredible. Thank you very much, cast down. Helena, your turn. What you and also do? alive. Yeah, you're also alive, yeah, yeah. Oh dear. Um, how much movement? 30. I can't, I have not enough to hit, so I'm gonna have to just run. I'll run to here. So right into the, you just got behind the monument, getting yeah. close, probably next yeah. turn you'll be in combat yeah. range, but yeah. at the moment you're still kind of yeah. out of range. So yeah, just, um, I saw what happened with the fireball, Knowing that I need to act quickly, I've got my, my flail in my in my right hand, shield in the other, and I just pound it straight through to, to the, yeah, behind the monument. Pound it straight through, nice. Awesome, thank you very much. Anything else you want to do? Bonus actions or anything? Uh, no, I think I'm okay. happy, yep. Yeah. No problem. Skelly bitches are going to go next. They are going to have kind of taken this fireball, but they're all standing, and they're going to just, they're just going to adjust their positions slightly and all of them are going to ready their bows and try to take shots at the approaching humans that are coming towards them. The, this first one, the undamaged one, is going to take a shot at you, Helena, mm -hmm. aim an arrow at you. Does a 11 hit you, sorry, a 9 hit your armor class? No. No, of course it doesn't, you've got a beast armor class. The next two are also going to take a shot at you, that is a, oh, that's a 12, it's going to miss. And a six. My lord, these skeletons are awful. So three of these creatures take shots at you. The first two just miss. The third one, poof, up against the shield. You knock it aside as you're kind of sprinting in towards them. The one over the shoulder of the last one you fired next to the broken and battered mausoleum is going to take a shot at Felstrop and will roll a nine, or 19 in total. Does that hit? You're going to take seven points of piercing damage and nine points of necrotic damage. So that's going to be 16 points of damage in total. What you notice is this arrow thuds into your shoulder that this, these aren't normal arrows and they seem to also share this kind of shadowy texture as the arrow is kind of coated, the whole shaft of it is coated in something as it hits it. As you pull it out, you realise these aren't normal mm -hmm. skeletons, okay. they aren't normal arrows. Okay? You've taken that damage. The last one, just behind, doesn't actually have line of sight on anyone so isn't going to take a shot. That is the end of their turn. They'll stop. Okay. Just been shot in the shoulder, what do you want to do? So, first drop is going to run uh, into the fray, pass Helena, and as it's going, say, On your right flank, my lady. And now I'm going to put myself here. Okay, just next to the... Next to the closest uh, one on the left, inside, left side of the board. Uh, but because I've got a reach weapon, I'm still sort of able to hit two, despite them being further away. Uh, and I'm going to make a halberd attack at the one closest to Helena. Okay. It's a 19. That hits. So that's 12 points of slashing damage. I assume it's slashing? Yes. Yeah, slashing damage on the first hit. And then I'll take the second hit on the same individual. And that would be a 23. That hits. Oh, that is great. That's 15 points of slashing on the same person. So as you run up past Helena, you take a swing at the skeleton, the first long sweep of this halberd cuts straight through the shoulder joint, removing the hand with the arrow. This was one of the creatures that fired at Helena as well. And as you swing the halberd round over your head, woof, comes straight round to take the head off. This creature just woof, crumbles into dust and falls. That creature has been slain. He's slayed. You just absolutely slayed. Well done. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn, Felstrop? Nope. Lovely. Top of the round. Your fingers must still be warm from the fireball as it left your, your body. Top of the round, Karstan, what do you want to do? So, Carthen's <coughs> a bit surprised and 
you can see that fell straps charged in and damaged one of them and destroyed one of the ones inside it. So first one is going shit, 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 because they hadn't died. Um, but now he's been like, oh, actually, this might be all right. Splendid. Um, and he is going to, seeing how Felstrop's doing, he thought, oh, better, better help him out. So he's going to move to his left, sort of putting the enemies between him and uh, sort of putting, uh, making sure that there are allies between him and the undead. I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Okay. Now for the uninitiated. So is... Fairy Fire, uh, it's a 20 foot cube, and uh, anything within that is outlined in uh, uh, a green hue. Uh, and you need to take a deck saving throw. That's a 20 foot cube. Yes, that's 20 foot raised for 20. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you, sorry. So what he's going to do is he's going to cast it on the two ahead of Felstrop, and yeah, it's in range. Uh, you need to take a dexterity saving throw those two, please. Okay. First one gets a six. Second one gets a four. So they both fail. Uh, those, both of these skeletons are now outlined in this green hue, and if anything was invisible, it would also now show up. And uh, attack rolls against the affected creature now have advantage. Awesome, really nice. So these two creatures suddenly this flash of green lights appear, almost for a second, second temporarily blinding you as you look at them. But as it subsides, these two skeletons now seem to have an outline, a glow around them, almost similar to that of the Asimar you would have seen earlier on in the day. Thank you very much. Cast out. Anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, that's it. It's, that's my one action and it's a concentration spell, so that's what I'm going to keep going. Lovely. Thank you. I'll make a note of that. Helena, your turn. You've charged and you've seen Felstrop run ahead of you. Take one out and mention something about the right flank. What do you want to do? I'm going to go straight for the right. The guys on the right. Yep, next, um, next to the so, mausoleum yeah, door. Yeah. Um, so go straight up to them, get my one flail and swing it as hard as I can at his face. <laughs> nice, okay, give us a roll for that please. Uh, 24. That definitely hits, yep, that hits. Okay, perfect. Nine blood, blood, bludgeoning. So I've gone in with my flail, swung it as hard as I can at his face. It's wobbled up a bit. He's obviously sort of seeing double and then I take it again and go around the other way. Nice, yep, yeah, roll to hit. 14. That hits. 13, bludgeoning damage. Lovely, thank you very much. Helen, I see you've had these two big swings, round the face, the second shot, he manages to get like an arm up to protect his face, as his arm, his forearm takes the brunt of that second hit, but again, this seems to shatter part of his, his kind of arm as he tries to defend himself, but you've done some good damage to him. He's looking a bit blackened as well from the fireball earlier as well. Lovely. Anything else you want to do? do you no, I don't want to do anything. I'd like to give you the option just yeah. in case. No, I don't want to do anything. No good, okay, good. amazing. So these guys are going to have a, an attack back at you. The first skeleton will go from the far left to the far right, so the ones nearest to Felstrop will deal with first. These two see you approaching. Oh, I'm going to sentinel attack, the one that tried to retreat. Okay, so one strike retreat, you're sentinel attack. Yeah, and if I land the hit, he has a speed of zero. Okay, cool, yeah. So he's trying to... advantage as well, because it's an attack roll. Perfect. Uh, that's a 26. Yes, that hits. Uh, 14 points of slashing, and he has a speed of zero. 
so he can't, so he's tried to run away and he literally just kind of cut his feet off pretty much yep. as he kind of stands there, lets out this <laughs> scream as he realises now he has no room to move and because of that he's just then going to bring up his bow and try and take a shot at you. This does this count as being in combat, uh, sorry, in melee because it's your melee but not... He's in my reach but not so therefore it's in melee so it'll be disadvantage as well. Yeah. Uh, 11 against your armor class? Miss. Okay, so he takes this one shot at you and literally you don't even move. Boom, the arrow just kind of bounces off your armor as he attempts to hit you. The second one is going to see his fellow skeleton man in plight. He's going to take a shot at you as own. I'm rolling dog shit. That's an 8 to hit you. Miss. Perfect. What well, Mark does, Mark, Mark, as, as, as the end, his monsters don't roll well. <laughs> I'm, I'm a good roller for my own characters. And for NPCs, but for, for baddies, they always roll dog shit. <laughs> the last one that's not in combat, that hasn't actually been touched yet, is going to sneakily try and take a shot over at you, Karstan. He's going to take a hit at you. That's going to be a 13 against your armor class. God damn it. The last one that's currently engaged in combat with Helena is going to put his bow down and just pull that like a short sword. And he's going to try and take a swing at you. Oh, and rolls a natural 20. So I assume that's a 24. Uh, it meets some beats. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, it hits automatically, yeah. That's 12 points of slashing damage and 3 points of necrotic damage. I'm, I'm resistant so you take to necrotic. You half it, so it's 1 point wow. of necrotic, so it's 13, 13 points of damage in total. Okay. That's 71. Yeah. So he takes this one hit, pulls this short, this short black sword out and just stabs it into your leg as you've kind of taken his arm down. He's kind of stabbed this into the side of your leg. Taking a, taking a shot to your, to your left leg. And that's the end of their turn. Felstrock, your turn, what do you want to do? Okay, I'm going to continue the events on the left flank and I'm going to position myself between the two skeletons this side. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to continue my attacks, the one that I managed to sentinel attack before. So This is the one with no legs now. Yeah, <laughs> no without legs. Uh, and is it still with the vent? So, you, it, 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 so the spell persists because it's concentration. I think it lasts a minute. Yeah, you keep it. Uh, that will be a 25 to hit. That hits, yeah. Really well. uh, and nine points of slashing damage with my first attack. That creature uh, without the legs, you just quickly swing, as you move into position, swing the halberd out almost one handed, just removing, cutting through the abdomen as the creature just returns okay. to the Okay, cool. Cool. In which case, I'll do some sort of uh, Darth Maul style pirouette with a with the long blade and attack the guy that's now behind me. Lovely. Wrong to hit. 23. That hits. God, you are rolling well. Uh, that is a 7 points of slashing damage on the individual at the first away from the fray. Yeah, to the most, most northern one. Mm. Okay, clearing the area. Thank you very much for that. Anything else you want to do? Nope. Cool. Top of the round. I like these quick rounds. There's only yeah, four, yeah, yeah. four of us. It gets, gets through, we're getting through a lot of rounds. There's a fifth, a third round already. Yeah. Yep. Getting through them. I like it. I like it. Right. Cast down. Top of the round. This chap's just fired a shot at you. Missed, but it's just woof, gone over your head probably. But he's, you're now aware that he is, he's got your name. So, so Carson's seen that. He sees uh, the princess take a, a, a dagger to the knee and and Castle will go, Remember your training, Your Majesty! Go for the face! And I'm going to give you inspiration. Oh, yeah, nice. inspiration. <laughs> yeah, this bardic inspiration is a bonus action. So you, get, you can now add 1d10 for the next 10 minutes. You can add it to one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Can be added after seeing the roll, but before knowing the, the outcome. So you get 1d10. That's your d10. Oh, thank you. Sweet. That's, 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 that's me giving her some inspiration. Lovely. Go for the face. 
Uh, and then seeing this one coming towards me, I'm gonna sort of look towards it and go, and sort of, he sort of looks towards it and whispers, my mum could shoot better than that. And this whisper sort of travels over towards the skeleton and uh, he needs to make a wisdom saving throw, please. He gets seven. Uh, he fails. So he will take 3d6 damage. Is this um, what I think it is? Well, this is Dissonant Whispers. Oh, Dissonant Whispers, okay. So he takes eight points of uh, psychic damage. Nice. And must immediately use its reaction to move as far away from me as possible. Yep, so he'll move right behind the mausoleum like that. Noise and then, oop, <coughs> that made me choke. <laughs> and then, that's what I get for trying to make skeletal noises. And then try and basically run away behind the back of this mausoleum now, the furthest distance away from you as possible, but also in line of sight, actually, with Felstrop. He's come on the other side of this small graveyard. Thank you very much for that. Next up, Helena, what do you want to do? You're currently in right, He's yeah. just had a shot to the leg. So he's gone for my leg. I've actually gone down, but because it was quite quick, I've gone down and sort of done a bit of a spin on myself as well, and then I've used my flail to just get his legs. So I've gone in with my flail on his legs so that he goes down. Awesome, go to hit then. Okay. 21. 21 hits. Thank God. Sorry. Eight bludgeoning damage. Eight points of bludgeoning damage. Thank you very much. You managed to take a good, strong swing at this creature's legs. One of its legs pulls up and out and literally kind of flips off the skeleton's body. So it's there on one leg though, but it still looks quite agile and quite stable in its position. Okay. Second attack. Now, after seeing the roll and thinking you can choose to add that, this is after you've added everything together, but before Mark says whether it hits, you can decide to add my d10 to your roll if you choose to. You have to decide once you've added it together. Well, I've only got it for two hours, haven't I? Ten minutes. <laughs> you do know that 14 hit last time. Ah, sorry, I hadn't remembered that. So. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Um, so, 14? Sorry? 14? Yes, that hits. <laughs> Great. Uh, nine, bludgeoning. Damage, please. Lovely, and as you kind of come back to a stable base, you bring your flail down on its yeah. kind of aim for the head, misses slightly, catches the shoulder of the damage done already, and that whole arm and part of the ribcage <laughs> falls and crumbles to the yeah. floor. It is still standing with the dagger in its right hand, looking back at you, but this creature looks very worse for wear. Now, it's, it's literally like the um, the Black Knight on uh, Monty Python, mm. missing an arm, making, missing a leg. Go on, then. Um, that's the end of your turn, Helena? Yes. Lovely. This creature will just start with it just because we're currently in combat. He's going to take a flare and swing back at you with this dagger to see if it can catch you. And does a 9 hit your armor class? No. Nowhere near. So he takes a random, so you just manage to quickly back out of this hit very Make easily. Felstrop, the one you're currently fighting, he's going to take a shot back at you. He's also going to do the same, pull out a dagger, a short, no, sorry, a short sword, and take a swing again. This is kind of a wreathed in smoky, ashen blackness as well. And that's a 22 against your armor class. It's, it's gonna hit. That's 10 points of slashing damage, three points of necrotic. Okay. The last one that's currently trying to run away will also try and now seeing you, Felstrop, in, in kind of his line of sight, he can't get line of sight on anyone else. Mm, no, he's not actually. He's going to move the other around the other corner of the mausoleum towards you, Felstrop, so that he's got line of sight on Helena. And he's going to take a shot at Helena. 16 against your armor class. No. God damn it. I hit you once, I mean, that's quite impressive. Yeah. I've literally got to roll like a 20 to hit. 
anyone. Lovely Sue takes uh, another arrow out and tries to shoot it at you, but again, because this creature in front of you is already on its last legs, your mind is elsewhere, and you notice and your shield pulls up just in time to block the arrow as it ricochets off your cool little shield. That's the end of their turn. Felstrop, your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, I'm going to just manoeuvre myself again, so I'm between the enemy I'm currently engaged with and the one that's now appeared from around the corner of the mausoleum, and I'm going to stick him with the pointy end, the chap that I've already begun working on. Advantage. That one has a match. 14. That Okay. He takes six points of slashing damage. Yeah. Uh, follow up with the second attack. Create anyway, no. Uh, 29. 29 does it. Eight points of slashing damage with the second. Lovely, thank you very much. You take these two big swings with your halberd across this creature. One catches off his arms again as he tries to cover and rear up to protect himself, which hits his arms to the side, taking a glancing blow of damage. The second one comes down lower to that Captain Calder pelvis area, knocking him off his centre of gravity and taking a chunk out of his... Um, I was going to say spleen then, but it's not a spleen. The area um, where a spleen would Yeah, be. exactly, that kind of whole nascent area. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Top of round. Get through these quick, I like it. Um, I've forgotten your name, what are we? Karstan. Karstan. What do you want to do? You see your two newly acquired acquaintances embroiled in combat with skeletons. So, seeing them and sort of thinking things going on, he's really enjoying this. <laughs> yeah. uh, he's going to move down to the corner of the ruined mausoleum and uh, peering around the obelisk, can I see the one that I scared off earlier. Yes, you can't quite see the one behind the monument, but you can see the one that Felstrop is currently in combat with and fighting. So I'm going to uh, see that Felstrop is currently fighting uh, one at the back. I think that one's sort of uh, not taken, it's taken a fireball, but it's still up. He's going to say, Oi, Boney, get some skin! And um, I'm going to do vicious mockery on the uh, the skeleton. So can you take a wisdom saving throw, please? Fifteen. It fails. I'm <laughs> borrow your D4, Danny. Sorry. No. So it takes seven points of uh, psychic damage, and it now has disadvantage on its next attack roll before the end of its next turn. So it's got disadvantage. You've got advantage. <laughs> These guys don't have a chance. Good no lord. Good point. Right, thank you very much for that cast, Dan. Great bit of work there. Helena, you're up next. Okay, um, this dude still isn't down. This dude is still up, but he's looking Black Knight-esque, one leg, one arm. Okay, I'm going to take my flail and I'm going to bring it with... Oh, I can't with both hands, actually. Bring it with one hand, but still, as hard as I can, with the, the energy that I've got left, I'm going to try and chunk it right down on him so that at least he gets sort of pushed into the ground a bit. Okay, lovely. Roll to hit, please. Um, Okay, 23. 23 defo hits. And 9... 10. 10 bludgeoning. 10 bludgeoning, but I only have 3 HP left, so you literally bring this down and crush not only its skull, but its whole rib cage and its pelvis. As your your flail just comes down straight through this creature and just crushing it into the ground. But you notice as it starts to crush and the the life of this creature, or whatever reanimated life was in it, releases again, (sighs) turns to this dust on the ground, it doesn't stay as broken bones, which you okay. do think is quite interesting. Yeah, okay. 
Anything else we have to do? So got your movement? Um, I have got my movement. Yeah, I'm going to move 5, 10, 15, 20. I'm going to engage with him. Okay, lovely to so engage with the one that's been yeah. running away yeah. from Karstam. Yeah. Amazing, thank you very much. So these two creatures are going to take a turn now. They are first one that's engaged with Felstrop is going to take a swing and get a 20 unnatural. Disadvantage. Disadvantage, thank you. It gets a 8. Natural. <laughs> natural 8. Miss. That's a shame. So he takes a swing at you with his short sword wreathed in shadow and ash and misses horrifically. The other one with you, Helena, is going to take a swing. Was a 10? Nope. Nope. So both these hits <laughs> miss as these two martial prowess characters start to really shake these skeletons. This is how you fight, you imbeciles. <laughs> That's the end of their turn. Felsbrock, you engage your combat with both. Okay, I'm going to continue working on the skeleton that has been a pain in my ass for the last two rounds. Still on? Yeah. yeah. Until we get to a minute, until we get to a round. <laughs> Just rolled off his little rolling board and fell onto an actual 20. Very nice. What round are we on, by the way? Oh, that's a 25. 25 points of damage? Yeah. Fuck me. Okay, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, you've taken a big old swing out of this one. You've decimated this thing as you oh. bring this. How how did how, how do you do it? How do you how do you do it? Uh, yeah, I think seeing that Helena has just now sort of finished off her skeleton and moved to help me, I just flick the halberd up in the air, grab it with two hands, and just do a sh- right skewer of the skeleton right through its core, kebabbing it. Yeah, bring it out, and then yeah, watch as the bones just fall to the floor, fall to ash. Absolutely, that creature is killed. Thank you very much for that. And then. I will do my second attack on the one, and I'll move into flanking. Nice. To give advantage for me and Helena. I'll take the 27 to hit. That definitely hits. You guys are rolling so well. 15. Oh my god. You have those 15 points of damage to that one. Okay, it takes this again, massive swing like in the back, piercing through the ribcage. It kind of pulls the, pulls the hub, it pulls the hub out, <laughs> ripping a few of the ribs and trying to free himself from this little endeavour he's found himself in, but he is still standing. Before Karstam gets to go, the monument that had been shaken and hit from this hit starts to rumble and vibrate slightly. It is going to fall over. There are four ways it can go. And let's say it's one to the right, two uh, to the south, Oh, what's the best way of doing this? Why don't you roll a d4? One, two, three. I'm roll a d4. I'm just north, so they can east, southwest. Yeah, yeah, north, east, southwest. North, north, east, southwest. One, so two, one, three, two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. It's going once, it's going north. north. This massive tower falls over 30 feet in distance out from its current point and collapses onto the ground, marginally missing. Good lord, if it hit you, Helena, that's literally marginally missing Helena. She's this massive moment. <laughs> come tumbling down behind you and you can see it's still smouldering with the, with the ash and yeah. smoke of the fireball that Karstan released earlier. In the place of this monument, you see a creature standing, tall and wailing. As you look at this creature, it looks like the figure of a woman, wrapped in blooded black sheets. Its palms are open in front of you and its face and head are knocked back. Instead of eyes, there are these two stakes sticking out of both eyes and out of the hands are these two huge mouths with teeth out of the palms of these hands. And instantly you can hear this 
groaning, grieving noise just kind of pour into the air, filling your ears. And this noise is incessant, coming from three mouths practically. As it sounds like a horde of creatures, but it's all coming from this one being. I must roll to see where they go in the... It's going to go now, actually. As it turns to see you, the ground among, around you of the ash and soot of this monument starts to swirl in circles around this creature, forming almost like a protective cyclone around this creature. And the wind, as the wind spins, it picks up these groans and moans as it spins around this figure, moving faster and faster and faster. You notice, though, this pressure starts to emanate in your heads that seem to come directly from this wind. It turns to, oh, it just happens to be looking at you, Karstan. The only person it's technically looking at, which happens to be you, Karstan, is you see this humanoid-looking figure wrapped in this blooded sheet just appear out of the ground. The first thing it's going to do is release. This is a morning wail. Not morning! This is a morning. <laughs> you know the joke is my favourite joke. A man walks into a graveyard and sees another man squatting down next to a grave and says, Morning! And he goes, no, I'm just taking a shit. <laughs> like, anyway, so he so sets up this great baddie and then... The first thing that does is, so the first thing that comes out of Carter's mouth is, Fuck! And it's going to point these two hands out of the palms of its hands towards you as the noises get more and more intense and intense. And this actually affects everyone within a 60-foot radius that is not undead. So all three of you... Can you all make a wisdom saving throw, please? Is this a spell? Yes. Can I? I'd like to do my reaction then. Okay, bear with for just a second on that. Bear in mind, Casey, you're, you're indomitable as well, so you, if you fail, you can re-roll. And you can pour out the inspiration. Oh, you've got the inspiration if you need it. Just, just, pick, just remind me what you can do. And you're going to use your reaction. So we'll just go with those who aren't doing anything different yet. 21. 21, so you pass that. But... If, if my counter spell works, it's a spell. Oh, you're doing counter spell. I'm doing counter spell. Sorry, sorry, go ahead then. Sorry. So, um, if it's casting, if it's a third level or lower... It, it is a third level spell. Yeah, or lower, it, it fails and has an effect. Okay, so... So, Carson just goes, fuck! And sort of start pulling out this, the, the memories of, of, of how to stop. And he's really pulling at his neck and pulls out a chain, which has various religious symbols on it. A bit like the guy from the mummy, and he sort of finds one that sort of works <laughs> and sort of waves at it and sort of sends some magical uh, energy towards this, whatever this is. And as you do that, the two hands <laughs> seem to get pushed back, and the spell whoof, is instantly stopped for a second. The cyclone around you <gasps> pauses for a second <laughs> before picking up again, but you have managed to counter that spell, so you don't need to use either of your, uh, don't need any of your roles. So you use the counter spells as a third level right. counter spell. That, that's that creature. That's that creature's turn. Now we go top of the round. Cast down. This thing has just appeared. So it's still, still fumbling with his, his various uh, religious symbols, sort of going, going through them, sort of waving at them. Can it make a charisma saving throw, please? That's 11. Uh, it's failed. So as he's oh, doing. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. 15. It still failed. Uh, DC oh, was what still... are they? Uh, 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, I've cast banishment on it. Okay. So, target, if, the, if the target is native to this plane, it goes to a harmless demi-plane. If it's native to a different plane, it will go there. Bear with. Just checking, there's a lot of information on this creature. The creature suddenly just disappears from this plane and seems to have disappeared and no longer exists. Okay, cool. It's gone. That's, that's my... Actually, so, I assume this is quite high, I can't actually see. This is probably ten foot high. 
guys. And sort of, sort of peers around the other space and goes, whew. You can see that, that, that they're still there. Uh, before it quite pleased that he's managed to banish this creature either temporarily for a minute or if, if it's not native and my spell doesn't end within a minute, it is permanently banished there. Amazing, lovely. So wait, remind me, so if it's native to this plane... So if it's native to this plane, it goes to a harmless demi-plane mm -hmm. where there is incapacitated, it remains there until the spell ends, at which point it reappears in the space it left or near its unoccupied space. Gotcha. If the target is native to a different plane than the one you're on, the target is banished with a faint popping noise returning to its home plane. If the spell ends before a minute has passed, the target reappears in the space left. It otherwise, the target does not return. Okay, lovely. Thank you very much for that. Hello there. Your turn, this tower's just fallen inches away from you and this skeleton is still up in your face. What do you want to do? Yeah, it's probably gonna... Um, I'm, I'm gonna see this a tower fall. Pretty thankful that I'm. it didn't catch me. Um, and know that we, you know, and knowing that this thing's just been and gone, don't know what's around us. We don't know what's around the corner. We don't know if anything else is going to pop up at us. But we do know that this guy in here, it's been quite easy to kill them so far. So we need to just get this thing on so we can move on. Okay. So I do the deed. Do that deed and we've got advantage. Because I've got, it's no, very I've got advantage. Yeah, oh yeah, sorry. So yeah. 15, 10, 25 to hit. You have advantage to see if you go for crit. Oh, so right. go for crit. No, 25. Up 25, yeah, that absolutely yeah. hits. Okay. Uh, 10 bludgeoning. 10 points of bludgeoning damage. You bring your mace down hard on the other side of this creature, knocking out some of the bones again from it within it, but still standing. Great, second hit. Um, still, advantage of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so 22 to hit. Hit. And loves the falls on here. And ten bludgeoning damage. Makes it please. really easy to take the HP off when you, <laughs> when you round it up. Love it to ten. It makes it very nice. Thirty-seven, twenty-seven, seventeen. Oops. <laughs> anyway, I'm just giving you some more health back. Uh, one hundred and seventeen. I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> no. So you take another swing at this creature, yep. knocking again, lower hit maybe towards the femur, the leg, taking big chunks and chips out of its leg as it lets out this uh, this growl towards yep. you as it realises its time on this plane is limited. Thank you very much. He's going to then take a hit back at you. <gasps> oh, yeah, 22 to hit. Hits. Sentinel attack. Nice, okay. Uh, you still make the hit, but because you hit someone that I'm near, I get a hit as a reaction. Oh, I love fighters. Okay, so as a I reaction. I love Sentinel. Is that the feet? Have I? Do I go first? Yeah, you, you, you go, you go. Oh, so 10 points of slashing damage, 3 points of necrotic, so that's 1 point of necrotic. So, so that's 11, 11. 11 in total. So 16. Natural 20. Natural 20, <laughs> sentinel attack. <laughs> Glory be to the realm. Do I double the dice or do I roll it twice? Oh. That rhyme. Normally, we, we play double, we double the dice. We roll the dice twice, don't we? Yeah. yeah. Roll the dice we roll twice. the dice twice. Okay, that is 11 points of slashing damage. So as this creature reaches out to take a swing at Helena, you try and catch it before, so catching it in the side of the net as it rolls deeper. I imagine you have to kind of push your halberd out almost one-handed, almost in like a pirouette kind mm -hmm. of standing motion, catching it slightly, not putting it off and managing to cause some damage to Helena, but managing to do your own damage as well as its, its shoulder joint seems to start hanging the hand that it is currently uh, attacking with. That's the end of its turn. It's now your turn again, that's great. <laughs> uh, I will, yeah, I'll do another attack at the bastard. 
That is a 16 to hit. That hits. 14 points of slashing damage. That creature has been hewn in twain and has fallen okay. from the realm of existence. Um, the pile of ash. Unsure about what's happened and not really able to see that the banishment happened, but knew that there was a thing there. I'll then go 5, 10. You say it's about 10 foot? Yeah. So I'll go use the rest of my movement there and I'll be on top of the ruined obelisk looking at the point where the creature was and now I see visibly that there is no creature there so that's okay. the end of my turn. Lovely. It is, I'll just give you the lowdown, it is from this plane so yeah. we'll be coming back. So do you want, we can use this as a couple of seconds if you want to do any talking whilst this is waiting. So as, as Carson sort of, uh, not Carson sees him, he's sort of panting a little bit, um, so a bit of sweat on his brow going, oh, I don't know how long I can keep that away, guys. What's, what, what's away? What, what's, what's going on? Whatever that lady with the stakes in her eyes was. I, I, I didn't see her. I was too busy killing these skeletons. Yeah. Can you just, can you explain? explain? It, it rose up out of the ground. It had stakes in its eyes. It had eyes where its hands were. Hands where its, sorry, uh, mouths were. Mouths where its hands were. And I, I just reacted and I, I, I banished it. Enough of this chaos. What, what can you see? There's nothing here. If it is to return, I'd suggest packing up a bit. Yes, I would too. Back up a bit. <laughs> oh. Take cover behind the ruined mausoleum or something. I will be here. Uh, can you take it on your own, Felstrop? Well, no. <laughs> but I'll certainly get the first hit here. We'll be ready. Uh, we, we can go back onto the top of the hill, Your Majesty. Um, I assume that's a slope. Up. Yes. And, and sort of look down on it and go from, I think I've read in a book, two side, uh, a pincer? Uh, but I cannot attack unless I am near it. Yes, but you could then charge in and use the momentum to... No, I'd, I'd much prefer to come up here with you. Okay, okay. Carson, go back now. So Carson goes back up to and the And he's going to stand there, wave. He's up on the hill, waving down about 30-odd, 35 feet away probably, <laughs> from the combat as the two martial characters position themselves on this ruined obelisk, waiting for this creature to return. I think we literally... And there's a silence as... There's a wait, and the karma starts to subside. So I'm going to ready in action. In the event that the creature reappears, I'm going to take a attack at it. Yeah, I'm also ready a crossbow shot. I'm okay. picking the crossbow, found on the ground, went out. So you went still from there, from where you currently are? Yeah. Because you kind of, you'll catch fell strop. Oh, I thought I'll have angled sort of yeah. straight around. I, I assumed you would have, it's fine. Shoot me in the ass. Motherfucker. Anything you want to do? Do you want to ready something as well? Can I put my shield away? Yeah, absolutely. And get my other flail out of Hell yeah, we're right. going double flail. Yeah, that's and you are proficient in dual weapons, I believe. Yeah. Silence falls, and you can start to rehear your kind of heartbeat as your breath starts to slow from all three of you. So you pat your brow down, rechange your weapons as hell, and you switch to your dual flails. Carsten's there shaking with a crossbow, waiting for this creature to reappear, <laughs> and then suddenly with the same pop that disappeared, this thing appears directly between Helena and Felstrop. And instantly Felstrop's halberd comes crashing down upon it. Roll to hit, please. Natural 20. Damn, Daniel. 14 points of slashing damage on the first attack. Thank you very much. 20, uh, 20 something to hit. Yep, it hits. And. 13 points of slashing, sorry, 12 points of slashing, 
on the subsequent attack. 12. Yeah. Lovely, thank you very much. Cool. So it's taken a big old... That hit. was my ready action from a Yeah, that was your ready action. Yeah, as it's hit, poof, hit. My flails are behind my head, and yeah, as soon as I... Um, well, yeah, I'll just pull them straight out and hit, hit it. Hopefully, one of the, my left hand will come in at its neck, and the, my right hand will come down, sort of like below the stomach. Nice, awesome, I like it. Okay, 23 to hit. That hits. 12 bludgeoning. 12 bludgeoning. Damn it. Am I still at advantage? Yes. Oh, yep. I didn't do the advantage, but no mind. What did you do anyway? Your second hit. Second hit. Crit. Oh, crit. You guys are. Crit. Unicorn hashtag. No, at unicorn crit. Unicorn crit. Okay, so roll double damage. Unicorn crit. Oh my god, so what's that? A 10? Um, eight. That's an 8. And uh, four, that's plus six, plus six, was that right? That's 24 points of bludgeoning damage. No, you only have plus six oh, once, don't you? Oh, sorry, yeah. once. That's fine, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18 then. 18 points yep. of bludgeoning damage. Damn! You can swing out a second attack. Second attack. Because you do your will and you get your bonus attack. How do I do that? Basically, you've gone one and two with yeah, your, yeah, yeah. your lead hand, your right yeah. hand, and then you get, because you're dual, oh. you get your bonus action to use your... Because you get to add all the benefits to this one, aren't you? Yeah, because it's got the... Do yeah, I yeah. roll to hit? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's uh, 26 to hit. Yep, you hit. And unicorn crit, oh, 8 plus 6. 14. 14 points of damage. So you're just absolutely pummeling on this creature as it stands there, moaning grace, the wind starts to pick up around you again, the cyclone continues around you. Thank you very much. You also cast, uh, Kelsan, Karstan, sorry, Karstan, you also had a ready action. We'll so Karstan sees it appear and sort of like pulls the trigger of his crossbow. 26. That hits. You guys are rolling so well. <laughs> and that takes 10 points of just normal piercing damage. Normal piercing damage has been taken. Thank you very much. It then is going to take its turn for the first time, I think. <laughs> yes, let's hide it around a minute's worth of. Yeah. Firstly, what it's going to do is it's going to try assimilate it, gets into the same position as hand, pointing a hand out to either of the two creatures either side of it. So Helena and Felstrop's going to point a hand out to either of these mouths that seem to be screaming in your ears as this morning sound starts to pick up and become louder and louder and actually spreads to a 60 foot radius so cast down this can yeah cast down is going to include you as well in this oh, wow. can you please make uh, wisdom saving throws I'm going to use indomitable good okay Danny as Felstrop what did you get 19 19 so you pass you are fine Cast down, what did you get? Eight. Eight, you failed. Yeah. And Helena, what did you get? Sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, me to beat. You just passed it. You just passed it. Kelsan. Oh, not Kelsan. Keep Kelsan. saying that. Karstan. Karstan. Oh, think of a car. I know, but is another character in the world, so it's kind of, I keep getting confused. Silly me. You are now frightened. Yeah, I forget. For one minute, you can repeat your saving throw at the end of each of your turns. But with disadvantage if you're within earshot of this creature, so within the 60 foot, probably further for you because you're so perceptive, you can hear him from miles off. So that's your problem. You go, use your strengths against you, and you didn't pass it. So, yeah, you two pass this 
discordant noise spreads from the center. You manage to both resist it. Uh, the urge for you to just turn and run away from this disgusting creature subsides and you can return to your senses. Top of the round, you're running. Oh, no, it just says, I can't willingly move closer. Yeah. So, car stands, and I'll be like, oh shit! <laughs> and sort of drops his crossbow. Um, and doesn't quite, he, he's a bit un, 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 unsure, he, he he sort of looks towards uh, Bellstrop and says, go for the face! And so I'm going to give you inspiration. Thank Bye you. Inspiration. Uh, so the point of is my bonus action. And then uh, doing the only thing he, he knows how to do, uh, I'm going to viciously mock the, <laughs> the woman and just say, Oi, Hansy, you're ugly. <laughs> Brilliant. And uh, can she make a, a wisdom saving throw, please? She can. 25. <laughs> First good roll. So she nights. passes. Uh, in that case, nothing happens. Fair enough. And she fair. does not, unfortunately, take any damage if she passes the wisdom saving throw. Helena, your turn. What do you want to do? Um, same again. Because I've got, well, I've just hit either side of the, the lady's body. Yeah, it's, it's, hit, it's hit either side of the lady's body and she's going to just take it again and probably do it the other way around. So, you know, swing back. So the left hand goes sort of by the bum and the right hand goes up at the front of the face. Uh, 27 to hit. That hits. 12. Bludgeoning. Lovely. Thank you very much. Takes us first hit. Straight to the face. And 16 to hit. Meet to beat. 11 bludgeoning damage. Thank you very much. These two hits do do it. You also have your bonus hand now as well. Yep. These two hit. Thank you. Great. 23 to hit. 23 hits. And then 7 bludgeoning damage. You guys are rolling. So fun. What I was fear suggesting, should I have retaken my save throw for Frightened at the end of my go? Or is it an action? What's it say? Oh no, um, take it. A frightened target can repeat the saving throw at the end of its at end of each of its turns okay. with disadvantage if you're within earshot. So okay. yes you can. Oh, cool. Uh, 21. Disadvantage. I rolled a 19 and an 18. Fuck me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so suddenly this wave of, of perpetual fear washes off you at the end of your turn. So you having, having, having insulted it, I feel a bit better about myself. You do. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. Bit of sharp and it looks a little tear comes out of this creature's eye. <laughs> Lovely, thank you very much. They don't exist anymore. Straight to Felstrop, your turn. Okay, I'm going to make my two attacks at it. Uh, 16 on the first. Hits. Okay. 10 points of slashing damage. Mm-hmm, thank you. Make a second attack. Uh, 25. That hit. hit. 13 points of slashing damage. <laughs> Action search! Oh, uh, 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 action search! Do it all again, kids. Wrong dice. <laughs> Can I inspiration? Te- 20, non natural. 20 hits. 7 points of slashing damage. Lovely. Fourth attack! Fighters. Not so good. 14. 
Oh, you missed! Ah, oh my god, you missed it! It finally manages to hold up this furious attack as this halberd comes thrashing down. Helena, you see Felstrop just going to absolute tire on this bitch, taking hits and hits and hits out of it. The creature then, on its turn, stands up and is kind of over with you all, and isn't happy with this all. And it's going to let out this discordant threading. Which again, the hand she points up and points out, for, puts her hands up towards either side of her actual mouth to make like three mouths of chorus as she kind of calls up and out. This disturbing hymn seems to echo through the air. Can you both, so Helena and Felstrop, please make wisdom saving throws? 15. Natural one. Natty one, baby, on a failed save. Goodbye, you both take 24 points of necrotic damage as the same wisps of black mist that picked up in the cyclone moving around you wisp into your ears as this necrotic damage seems to seep into your being. And you halve it, Helena, because you yeah. are resistant. You're resistant to necrotic damage. And then as its bonus action, it's going to pull its hands across its chest and really like throw them open, releasing this wave of sound which hits over you and everyone within a 50 foot radius, which includes you as well, can you all make constitution saving throws, please? Helena, what'd you get? 22. That passes, thank you very much. Uh, cast that. 14. That fails. Cast drop. 25. 25 passes, so this is going to affect all of you. Um, so you, so Helena and Felstrop, you take Nine points of thunder damage. Cast down, you take 18 points, sorry, yeah, 18 points of thunder damage and you are stunned. You are stunned for one minute. Um, and you two are now also immune for being stunned for 24 hours. Well, from that spell. Uh, Basically, it's like if you pass it, it no longer works on you. Okay. They're powerful, but if you pass it, that's it, they're kind yep. of done. That's the end of her, its turn, whatever you want. You're stunned at the top of the round. So he sort of, sort of, sort of rocks back and goes, oh, oh dear. <laughs> and yeah, can't do anything. Can't do anything. Thank you very much, Helena, your turn. This noise, this creature's um, tummy, a load of pain. Yeah, I feel frustrated. Um, also, Helena feels frustrated. She And she's angry and she's agitated and she gets both of her flails and she does another sort of swing around her own body and she puts all of her body weight in trying to whack this thing off, off, off this, Thing. Okay, lovely. Give, give us a roll um, to hit the piece. 25 to hit. That hits. Can I have my D8, please? Of course you can. Apologies. I see. He's not sorry. Uh, 10 bludgeoning. Yeah, that hits as you catch this creature square on the side of the jaw. The jaw seems to move out of position slightly. Fantastic. Oh, if I'm still on advantage, aren't I? Oh, that's a bit uh, 16 hits. Meets a beat. 10 bludgeoning. You love 10 bludgeoning. <laughs> Thank you very much. You take, another, you take another shot on the same bit, on the same jaw, the jaw <laughs> falls off. Oh, One of the mouths please. no longer is working. Oh my. Yeah, that's good. My bonus is 26 to hit. That hits. With seven bludgeoning. Doesn't matter, I only had two health points. It's the final hit. Hits into the inside of the head. Your flail actually gets stuck in its head as the creature's the creature's noise tiny stops. The cyclone falls to silence around you as the creature falls and slumps to the ground before again. Similarly to the skeletons, kind of fall to ash. The silence falls across now this ruined graveyard of 
Tiriani. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week's episode of the Fellowship at the Tabletop. Thank you so much. Oh. A bit of combat in that one, guys. Great work on a new character for all three of you. Yeah. Some amazing stuff. Fireballs, banishing, dual wielding, action surging, loads of stuff going on. Super exciting. Thank you very much. Next session, we'll probably swing back over and see what the rest of the party are up to and see what's going to happen. But well done. Well done, guys. Really great stuff. Thanks, Matt. So, as usual, if you want to follow us, you can follow us on Twitter at Fellowship Table. Feel free, but if you want to follow us individually, we've already got uh, Twitter handles as well that you can ask us any questions, get involved, ask us any questions you might be interested in knowing the answers to, and maybe we'll just tell you the answers, or maybe not. Who knows, really? Who knows? But you can find me at Hastily Rolled DM. Danny, where can we find you? At Total Party Thrills. Will? At Natural 20 Will. Casey? At Unicorn Crit. It's probably worth mentioning our comrades that aren't at the table. You can follow them at I Rolled a One, at yeah. the Natural 20 Gamer, the D20 Gamer, the D20 Gamer, for and at Darren Page 06. Because one through five, five was taken. taken. Until next time, guys. Farewell!